So Fergus, we're here in the grass demo at the Moor Park Open Day. Give us an idea of what's, what's on offer today. Listen, Emma Louise, thank you very much for visiting us and we're delighted to be here with farmers coming through the grazing demo. So I suppose here farmers get to see what kind of covers their cows should be grazing and what to graze down to. So if we look here on the, on the first plot here, we have a cover of 1,500, which is our target. And I suppose that's been grown the last 20 days, so we're on a 20-day round. And I suppose with that cover, um, we're going to maximise milk solids from the cows. Um, cows are going to be able to graze down to four centimetres and it's going to have quick regrowth to achieve the 10 rotations too. And, and you're talking 1,500 of a cover here. And, you know, mid-season we're, we're targeting a cover of 14 to 1,600. I mean, if we look at this paddock today, give it another two or three days for people who have an extended rotation length. This is going to get strong. Yeah, so, so the issue is when the plants in its third leaf there, um, it could be growing 150 a day. So if that's at 1500 today, it's 1650 tomorrow and it's gone. The increases, there's an increase of stem in the sward there. And I suppose um, you're going to lose out milk yield and it's going to be harder to graze out as a result. And, and you talk about stem. We see a little bit of stem here today, but by and large, it's quite a leafy sward. What sort of stem levels are we seeing at farm level? Um, generally, Emma-Louise, um, while, while I'm out at the Grass 10 courses, one of the main um, challenges farmers have is calling covers on the ground. Um, so a lot of farmers are currently underestimating covers, and when they're underestimating covers, the amount of stem increases, and that's why we have an awful problem grazing out paddocks well on the country, and I suppose that's why um, we're sometimes farmers' milk solids get hit in the tank too. So to keep grass quality this time of year, we need to go into low covers, which are 14 or 15. 1500 there. We're seeing a, quite a bit of clover here on this ward and even we see kind of clover flowers. Is, is this representative of the clover plant uh, stemming and flowering too? Yes, so, so clover's coming into, I suppose, its main period, um, June, July, August is when your clover plant comes into, um, I suppose, comes into its own. It's, we're seeing increased milk solids from the clover plant there and we're doing lots of trials in Clonakilty, Moor Park and nationally to, I suppose, do research and, I suppose, to develop our understanding and increase our management practices with clover. And I suppose... Um, um, the reason we have it here today is because sustainability is massive in the open day today and it's important with environmental um, challenges come down the line that we try and, and um, have some sort of nitrogen fixation in the sward and clover could be a huge part in that. And a really, really interesting point, Fergus. Like we spoke with Deirdre Hennessy um, a couple of weeks ago and she was saying where they're spreading 100 kilograms less nitrogen, they're actually growing the same amount of grass. Yeah. Clover content today is at 27%. Is that normal uh, for this time of year or are you seeing higher levels on farm? Yeah, so, so 20 to 30% is our target, Emma-Louise, for clover this time of year. And, and just wa walking up along, Fergus, I mean, as um, we're seeing paddocks that were grazed out yesterday, uh, we have two different um, grazing residuals there, I suppose. What's the difference between the two? Yeah, so I suppose we, we've grazed our ideal cover there and I plate metered it yesterday and it was 3.9 centimetres and I suppose like it was leafy to the base so it wouldn't have affected production at all and I suppose when we're grazing down to our 4 centimetre target 
um, we're going to have very very high quality leafy grass next round and I suppose that's going to maximise milk solids for us um, in subsequent rotations and I suppose where, where um, residuals aren't being met we can see more and more stem um, in, de in them swords on the country and as we know we're trying to avoid topping our primo in there and we're trying to get the cows to do the work and graze down four centimetres. Now talking to farmers um, and you know we have this debate at discussion groups if you had to choose pre-mowing or topping which is the best option? Um, I choose neither M. Louise. I target the low covers and I target cleaning them out to four centimetres um, every rotation and we have farmers on the country grazing down to four centimetres who don't top a paddock or mow a paddock all year and these are just as high a quality as paddocks that have been baled or mowed and a paddock that gone wrong I'd, pr I'd prefer to put it into a surplus bale rather than top it and let the grass rot back into the ground. Okay, I was going to get you off that fence, but, but you've, um, <laughs> you've stepped away from it yourself. So you're saying, don't primo, don't top. What you're doing is identify that paddock and tag it for the next round and, and take it out as surplus bales. Yeah. So, so our objective is to produce as much milk solids per hectare as we can and any grass that loses quality we'd like to put it into a surplus bale and feed it. If they're high quality bales feed it to a cow next spring or if it's, if it's um, a high yield and poor quality silage or me medium quality silage we feed it to a dry cow over the winter. So we're trying to make the most of what we have on the farm. That's brilliant. Thank you Fergus. Thanks Emily.